Hello, this is Annie Catherine, host of the multi-award-winning podcast, Soulful Series. Thank you for joining me as I chat with award-winning authors who have written a memoir or nonfiction motivational book and have an uplifting message to share. Hi, everyone. I am here with E.K. Richards to talk about her book, Decode Your Darkness. Thank you, Erin, for being here. Thanks for having me, Annie. I'm so excited to get started. So tell us what the inspiration for your book is. You know, I actually never expected to write a nonfiction book. Um, It's always been my dream to be an author, but fiction was definitely more my my heart path. Um, But I I took a writing course, uh, like a coaching course, and through that process, I just kept feeling like my heart and the universe was telling me to share my story. Um, healing and helping others heal has always come very natural to me. Um, so as I was writing, it became super clear that I had this amazing opportunity to help others while also sharing my story. Um, I think I'd say my continual inspiration for the book is definitely my daughter's. So um, I want to teach them how to process emotions and be their true selves young so that they don't have to go through the struggles that I had to. Um, They don't have to fight as hard later on. Really, I want to teach everyone that. (laughs) That's really good advice. I have a daughter and I need to remind her to be her true self too. It's never too young to start. (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) Actually, you have an easier life probably if you start sooner. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I have a a 13 year old and she has read the book and, and a 14 year old. They, they both read it and have found it very useful. So that that's good to know. My daughter's 10. So I'll keep it on my radar to show her when she becomes 13 or 14 and yeah. So where did the Decode Your Darkness come from, the title and also the cover? Oh, man. The title was almost the death of me, I think. Um, I went through so many options that definitely could have been good, but just didn't feel right. I really wanted it to feel empowering and hopeful and clear what I was trying to do with the book. Um, and for some reason, I just, I needed it to have darkness in there. Um, So once I decided on the title and subtitle and felt good about that, the cover really had to bring that same vibe. Um, So the the design essentially represents that growth and life can rise out of the darkness. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It was such a unique take on darkness. Um, A lot of times, when I think of darkness, I feel like, oh, I I don't even want to go there. But, and I think that's what you intended to do with this book is mm-hmm. to, you talk about embracing the darkness. Can you talk a little bit about that concept? Absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of people have that same reaction that you did is, uh, nope, not going there. Don't want it. But it's so essential to really act in your true self. It's such an essential part of you. Um, And it tends to be like that part, I call it my little darkness shed, 
but it's really that part that a lot of people just shove a lot of the hard emotions, the traumatic experiences, anything like that, that's difficult to process. Um, that's where it goes. And essentially embracing it just means facing and processing all of those things so that you can live authentically and in your truest self as much as possible. Yeah, that's that's so such a great take on darkness. Um, so who is your intended audience for this book? Let's see, my ideal reader is probably midlife women. Um, they likely have some unresolved emotional wounds. Um, they're probably feeling detached from themselves and their loved ones. But honestly, I've had men and younger adults read it and find it useful as well. So, yeah. So, tell us a little bit about your background and um, why. So, we know that you were inspired to write it, but what in your background professionally? Um, allows you to, to have written this book? So I studied psychology in college. Um, that was always a very big interest for me. I think a lot of, because of what I went through as a child, um, I, I did go through a lot of emotional abuse and um, traumatic experiences that some of them are covered in the book, but um it was always very interesting. So I did study college, um, psychology in college. And then a lot of personal therapy and just going through the journey myself of healing and moving past all of these experiences and being able to live as my true self. Yeah, yeah. So you get some amazing tools within this book for healing. Can you talk just a little bit about your favorite ones or a few of them? Yes, I love, I think one of my favorites is finding a safe place. So you just create the safe place. I can't begin how, I can't begin to say how much this one has helped me. Um, and in the book, I go through mine, but mine's my cabin. It's snowy outside, probably Christmas time, Hallmark movies are playing. Um, but you just create this space in your mind and include all the details. You can write it down if you want. Um, just a place that you completely feel safe in. Um, and then anytime you're triggered or you're, you know, you need to do some healing or some self-reflection, you can go into that space and feel safe and calm and collect yourself. Um, within that, I love also comforting your inner child. I think regardless of what you went through as a child, we all had moments in childhood that we felt unheard or lonely or unloved. Um, so revisiting those moments now as an adult or young adult, walking yourself through a different narrative is so helpful in moving forward. Yeah, I um I've used the tool where I've gone back to my younger self and I've given myself a hug. Mm -hmm. And that is very powerful. But I yeah. I don't think I've healed totally from all the past experiences. No. So I kind of go back and hug myself quite a bit. <laughs> 
yeah, you need it. We all need it. And sometimes it's like, I just need a hug from last week. So it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh. So you also talk about surviving and thriving. So can you talk a little bit about the difference between the two and maybe a tip on how you can move from surviving to, to thriving? Yeah. So for me, and I think a lot of people, this looks different for everyone. Um, coping mechanisms are a big thing that keeps us in survival mode. Um, they're whatever we've used to not feel whatever actually happened. Um, and they could be even something that you don't really realize that it's a coping mechanism. Shopping on Amazon at midnight <laughs> because you're lonely, <laughs> right? We've all done that. Yes. Um, so, you know, anything that hides the truth of what you're feeling. So recognizing those and working to get to the root of them is crucial. Um, some great ways to start. I mean, going from surviving to thriving. Surviving essentially just means that you're just kind of going through the motions. Uh, I like to call it a little bit dead inside. Like you're just kind of numb and just kind of moving through life, but you're not actually experiencing life, which is what we want to do. Um, so yeah, some good places to start practicing healthy self-talk and self-love um, checking in with yourself in the morning and throughout the day, just kind of seeing, okay, where am I at? Do I need to take a minute? Um, and then making sure you're setting very healthy boundaries with not only yourself, but with others and maintaining those boundaries, I think are, are very important ways to start. Yeah, that's good advice. That's good advice. So if you had one thing to say to readers that you wanted them to take away from your book, what would it be? Wow, I can only choose one thing. <laughs> you can go a couple I, of things too. Okay, all right. Um, I think I would say I want them to feel seen and heard and empowered. I really want them to come away feeling like they can tackle this and that they're not alone, that everything they're feeling is right. It's normal. Yeah, yeah that's... That's uh, that's a, that's amazing advice. So there's something I was going to ask about um, the book. It, what makes it different than others on the market? So I've read a lot of self-help books. Yeah. Probably too many. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of them have this textbook feel. Um, I it was very rare for me to come out of reading a self-help book, especially in my dark days that I felt I came out of it feeling, Oh yeah, I can do this. Like I, I want to do that self-healing. Um, and I feel like when you're talking about the tough stuff, you don't need a professor, you need a friend. So I wrote the book like I was talking to a friend and I share my stories in the book. Like I'm writing in my diary or my journal and I you know just really wanted to have that narrative where you feel safe and seen and heard and loved 
and I, I think that's different than a lot of self-help books out there. I tried to put the language in simple terms that people can understand and apply to their life rather than, you know, technical, yeah. technical lingo. I got that from your book. I felt like it was a friend talking to me. So Good. you achieved it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so um, where can readers, people in general, find more out about you? So I'm most active on my Instagram. It's EK Richards Writes. And, but I do have a website as well. It's ekrichards.com. Be simple. Okay. And where can readers find your book? about anywhere online Amazon Barnes and Noble Walmart Target and it, the ebook actually is part of Kindle Unlimited too so oh that's good to know that's good yeah. to know well thank you so much for joining me this morning Erin it was such an enlightening conversation <laughs> thanks for having me Annie it was wonderful take care thanks you too Thank you for listening. Soulful Series is hosted by me, Annie Catherine. Soulful Series is a Vienna Studios production produced by Vanessa Ferlano. Music by Vanessa Ferlano. Catch you next time. Part of the ACAST community.